0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all, 7 Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. College football is back, too, and week zero didn't let us down, ending with Hawaii throwing an interception well past midnight. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. The Notre Dame purist who believes all fighting Irish games should be played in Dublin. And joining me as always is AJ. Cal versus SMU in the ACC Championship is what college football is all about. Marchese
1: That's That's big time football, Rob.
0: Today we'll be continuing our 2024 NFL Draft Summer Scouting Series with the ACC Prospects and Notre Dame. Let's hit it. In the 5th,
1: the home team. Let's go 7 rounds. Let's go 7 rounds together. Let's go 7 rounds
0: forever.
1: And, and that's, that's a song.
0: Today's episode of 7 Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by Louisville's Cardinal Ale. Cardinal Ale. The official craft beer of the Cardinals. Card... Cardinal, Cardinal, uh, EJ, how do you say this? It's spelled Cardinal with ale, but it's one word. Cardinal. Cardinal doesn't sound like Cardinal Ale, which I think is what they were
1: going for, because
0: it's one word. It should be hyphenated if they wanted that. And, but it's produced by Gravely <laughs> Brewing Company,
1: and they really should have told us how to say it in, in the ad read they paid us to do, right?
0: Y- yeah, and like yeah. they nailed the logo, the logos, uh, the the Louisville Cardinal doing the Heisman pose, although. You know what? They didn't nail it because it's holding a
1: football. It should be holding a beer. Yeah, that's... Wow. That's... Okay, everything that's about miss.
0: this is wrong. We're losing. They're going to not let us read this ad next week. Oof. Just shitting on the product. That's what we do best. Um, You know what else we do best? We shit on Notre Dame. That's why we, we fit them in with the ACC. Because they belong in a conference. Conform! But, the ACC... It it's had its highs, it's had its lows. It exists still, unlike some other Power Fives. They've averaged thirty draftable, thirty players drafted each year over the last five years. They're um by far like the most jumping around though. In twenty twenty one, they have forty two, and then in twenty twenty two, they had twenty one. So it's just based <laughs> on if Clemson's good,
1: pretty much. Yeah, uh, that's that's how it's felt like for this conference the last ten years now. It's Clemson and everyone else, and if they're not good, then it's no one else. This year we got another know. team though, baby, so it's it's all good.
0: Yeah, shout out uh Pitt,
1: led by Phil Dracovic. <laughs> okay, that's a sick transfer though, you gotta admit.
0: Uh it is. It is. I love that all the ACC quarterbacks who transferred just transferred within the <laughs> state. And slash the Sam Sam Hartman was like, oh, "I'm gonna de- deviate from that and transfer to Notre Dame, mm. who's basically in our it's mind ACC. ACC." They were uh,
1: the last time they played in conference, so.
0: And they still do in basketball. Exactly. Uh, um, but they'll probably join the Big Twelve next, baby. Let's start. Let's get it done with. Let's talk about. Uh, The second-best quarterback in the country. Maybe the best for some. North Carolina's Drake May. AJ, is he better than Caleb Williams? Is he on par with Caleb Williams? Is he a notch below Caleb Williams?
1: Uh, I think it's a notch below, but I don't think it's a huge notch. It's not a a right home about a notch. I I like Drake May. I'm impressed with Drake May. I didn't give him a top-10 summer grade like I did with Caleb Williams, but obviously a first-round pick here. uh, Will go top-10. Uh, might be the second pick in the draft. I I don't think it's a massive gap, but there's a gap. I'll put no, it that way. I,
0: I but I do think like when when people are like um, some teams are going to prefer Drake May. I think you can understand yeah. why. Yeah. For sure. Like the he's going to be more consistently playing in structure. If you don't want your quarterback kind of ad libbing. Um, Or you're just, I don't know, stuck in your ways and aren't aren't cool like Andy Reid is with Patrick Mahomes. You're a boring Uh, old curmudgeon of a coach, yes. Yeah. And it's not that May can't play out of structure, because he can, Mm -hmm. but uh, he, I do think, is more uh, winning um, from the pocket. And that's not, again, that's not to say Caleb Williams isn't. I'm just trying to point out the differences. And and May... May, May has everything you want. I think most years he's obviously quarterback one. It just happens to be the Caleb Williams year. Uh, he, he actually kind of reminds me a little bit of Trevor Lawrence.
1: Really? I I, I feel the Justin Herbert thing with with Drake May.
0: I, see, I think for me the difference is May May has a better arm than Trevor Lawrence, but he doesn't have that quite the same arm as Justin Herbert. Yeah. Um I don't think he's I think if you're the point out of maybe We'll call it, yeah. We'll call it a flaw with May. It's the footwork. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. I think, right, like it, it, sometimes he's, he's he's just all arm. Yes, and it works because it's the ACC. Um, and and I think it's totally fixable. But I I think with Justin Herbert, he was like he was almost a robot. How clean he was mechanically. Yeah,
1: he was. He was. But
0: I I, t- I think I think he's also hey Drake is like two inches shorter than both of them. So. so is he
1: draftable then?
0: No. <laughs> He's, his brother's six eight and hit that game winner for uh North Carolina in
1: like twenty seventeen. Give me him, baby. Uh, speaking of uh making shots, that the ball jumps out of his hand. Drake May, that is. Uh love love the delivery. I think just really smooth there. Um yeah. I don't know if he's a Herbert level athlete, but he's close to that. I think just super agile, just a smooth mover. Uh, you see, just I feel like he's a very loose athlete. Like, like we alluded to, where like he leaves his lower body behind on a lot of throws and relies on the upper body, but it's a very loose upper body. Like he changes that release point constantly, yeah. swiveling those hips, throwing back against the grain. Uh, the off platform throws. He's a really good athlete, and that translates to his throwing ability.
0: I, I think too, like just talking Lawrence Herbert May, like similar to Lawrence and Herbert, he's not, he, he's not a guy you're gonna get involved in the run game, but he uses his athleticism and mobility to extend mm-hmm. plays. He's, he's, you see it show up when he's navigating the pocket. He's more of like a, in the pocket athlete, yeah. Yeah. if you will. Um, I, I think the really interesting thing is like, he's going to be outside of the air raid this year. Like Phil Longo's gone. Wisconsin's back. Um, seeing mate like play in a different offense. He's losing Josh Downs. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing how that all comes together, I think it's going to be really interesting, especially, like, I mean, we'll talk about him a bit. Devontae Walker might not even be eligible, who may have been his number one wide receiver. Um, But, I mean, yeah, at the end of the day, I think Drake Drake May is my number two prospect we've done so far, and number one is Caleb Williams.
1: Yeah, I I think that's very fair. Um, I don't think I disagree with you. Um, Again, it's hard for me to see him not be the second pick because – I think the league knows quarterbacks run the league and you know, even if the Cardinals have the first two picks, maybe they're better off trading back and letting a quarterback in eighty you know what I mean, slide up a bit. I, I think all said and done, it ends up them one and two. Even if uh Marvin Harrison is, you know, special special.
0: Um Long way. To I, 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 AJ I just don't see a world where uh they're not one and two. I yeah. mean Right? Like you, I don't know. I'm sure we'll get to a point where people are going to be like, no, Caleb Williams is so much better than Drake May, or Drake May is so much better than Caleb Williams. It's okay that they're both really freaking good.
1: It is okay.
0: It's going to get annoying. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. I
1: guarantee it. It always gets annoying.
0: Uh, And then someone's going to be like, Jim Nagy's going to be like, Bo Nix is actually better than them both. I'll be like, okay, at least you're unique, Jim. And we all see through you, but we respect it. Um... My number three quarterback that we've done in the whole class right now is also in this conference. Okay. Yeah. It's Riley Leonard at Duke. And it, it, he's a, a two tiers below the other two. <laughs> but he is uh, he's my third quarterback thus far. Obviously, we haven't done the SEC in Big Ten yet. Um, I liken him to a uh, if Mac Jones was mobile. That's what he reminds me of.
1: Interesting. It's hard for me not just to say this is Daniel Jones. Like, it's just... Uh, yeah, that's an interesting. I, I like that though. I a really mo- do like a mo- that.
0: A, a mobile Mac Jones is Daniel Jones.
1: That's pretty true. Too bad his name isn't Jones. Uh, no, I like that. That's a good comp because um, for let's let's ignore the athleticism first. Let's let's talk the the Mac Jones part. Um, he does like you know he's just really really good at like just getting the ball out on time, making quick de- decisions, uh, sees the field really well, just has a great feel for finding the holes in coverage um throws a very nice ball like a really catchable ball Mm -hmm. you know good motion good delivery he does all that stuff really well um by the way I I didn't stack my quarterbacks here but I think he's right now uh, verge top 100 guy for me but like right there and I think he'll go higher than that but yeah no I I like that's a good comp I like it it's fun
0: yeah like like just be clear I have a full-on first round grade on both Caleb Williams and Drake May brother learns my third quarterback I have like a back-end top 100 great
1: yeah that's that's yeah i'm that's about where i am too yeah and
0: like you kind of hit the nail on the head that's with to me like with him there's nothing nothing spectacular about his game mm-hmm. it's just like every he's well-rounded there's not a lot of bad to it which again reminds me a little bit of mac jones where do i want to take this guy first round no probably not but he has the tools to be like an average nfl starter duke was running a lot of rpos with him too yeah. he's really good on those yes mac jones um I also noticed that he seemed to have a lot of control at the line of scrimmage, which is he's a plus, plus. and w- when he gets into a rhythm, he's a really good rhythm passer. He, he's he's even though he is mobile and, and I thought quite good on the designed runs, he's more of an in structure guy. Like he's not. Yeah, he's
1: he's, it, he's running when it's designed. Yeah, yeah, and
0: like that, and that I think aligns with like the Daniel Jones stuff. Like Daniel Jones at at Duke. Yeah. Um, like we knew he was a good athlete, but they weren't like he wasn't making these highlight real broken play runs, right?
1: Now he is, baby. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, Leonard, Leonard, like, when he asked to keep it, though, he had that, watch the Boston College game, like, that's just a long angle-killing touchdown where, like, he made a couple guys miss. He's a legit threat with the ball in his hands. But you're right, it's not where he's pulling it down and going and, you know, being a constant threat. It's when he's asked to do it, he's really damn good at it.
0: Um. Yeah. We're gonna get to that point where like there's gonna be mock drafts, I, I there probably already is where there's like six quarterbacks going in the first round and then we'll get down to it and like three will go. Um, I, I think Caleb Williams, Drake May, and and there's a third guy in that conversation. I just don't know who it'll be. And right now I'm not there with Riley Leonard, but I could see a path, like he's a true junior. I could see a path to him really taking another leap this year. Um, and to me, if Mac Jones and Daniel Jones can go in the first round, Riley, and I certainly could.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I think his arm is more in the Mac Jones, you know, average yeah. camp. Yeah. Um, I think, I think another guy that's got to kind of just get better, um, you know, with the feet. Like, I think like sometimes just like, you know, moving to his next read, he's not bringing his feet with him. Uh, I think maneuvering in the pocket, like he's just not creating his space. Like he's not making a nice platform for himself. And that leads to some really bad throws.
0: Yeah, and I, I think you see it um, more so on the the deep throws. Like he'll have yeah. guys open, he'll overshoot them, or or the he'll <clears throat> because he doesn't have that great arm. Like the ball will sail a bit on him. Yeah. Um, I think he's quite good on the short to intermediate. Yeah, and again, when everything's on time, in rhythm, in structure, like that's his bread and butter. Um, but it's it's <laughs> like those more longer developing plays where where he's fifteen plus downfield. and I think he, the he can kind of. Lose his touch on those.
1: Yeah, I think just making space for him to make his throws would be huge for him. And he's got the athleticism, obviously, to maneuver. That and, um, like, just some of the smaller things. Like, I think the ball placement isn't quite there yet. But I think, you know, young young is still, that's going to come. Um, just leading his receiver a bit. Sometimes he's throwing them into trouble. That will come. It's just, the, I think the big thing is that they'll just, I found him just willingly throwing with a, with a guy in his face too much, you know. and and just, just creating his space more and using athleticism. Maybe maybe you want to see him be a little bit more of that. Uh, he has athleticism. Let him be a little bit more dynamic, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> although, shout out David Cutcliffe potentially recruiting one last first round. <laughs> I court, know, right? Hilarious. Um, I have one other draftable grade in the ACC, and then, like, a bunch of guys who could some, like I, – I, There are moments they look draftable and there are moments they look totally undraftable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But my other, my third and final draftable is uh, Florida State's Jordan Travis.
1: Yeah. I think the top three are really, really clear. And then it's uh, pick your poison. Yeah. Jordan Travis is clearly the third best quarterback in this conference.
0: Yeah. Like in the classic six year senior. Great athlete carries that that the offense runs through him. You've seen the development; he's gotten so much better each year. I thought he was really good on the play action deep mm-hmm. shots. Um, he's very good at his structure. Obviously, the designed run stuff. Uh, he's going to be a 24 year old rookie, but I mean, like, <clears throat> if Max Duggan can get drafted, Jordan Travis, hey, and Ma- Max Duggan was cooking in the third preseason game with his <laughs> leg. But no, I I, I seriously think there's like you put on the cheese at bowl against Oklahoma. And there are so many uh, big time throws from him in that game, uh, fifteen plus downfield, both outside the hashes and down the middle of the field. Um, he's layering the ball really well. Uh, there's like five, six drops from his receivers on perfect throws. At the same time, like he he will put the ball in conflict. Yeah. His fo- his footwork can be pretty messy at times, and I think that gets really imp- uh, really impacts those. Uh, the kind of the timing throws the short the immediate timing throws at times.
1: Yeah, I think when he gets into a rhythm, though, he looks really damn good. And yeah, and I, I I think you I think the baseball bloodlines. Of course, my favorite Toronto Blue Jay of all time is his brother Devin Travis. But I think you see that. I, I think he's kind of got that like you know baseball style loose throwing um you know mechanics upper and lower body. Kind of kind of you know drop the arm angle like he's you know t- turning a double play I see a lot of that like the quick release and then like you like you touched upon the athleticism is is great like when he sticks his foot and goes he's dangerous as hell um yeah it's kind of like he's kind of like check down and, and touchdown kind of thrower you know like there's yeah, that's a lot a good of way to put it yeah a lot of like you know first read get the ball of his hands and he's good at that type of I agree though intermediate kind of can get a little bit mucky I think that's lower body stuff but but go ahead yeah um,
0: I think like all of like exactly what you said the the checkdown touchdown thing like I think that's such a good thing when you're looking for Absolutely, a 6 yeah. year senior day 3 quarterback who's going to go to the
1: senior bowl and probably be senior bowl game MVP and you know really good backup material like for sure guy that's going to be dangerous with his legs and can make those plays when he comes in yeah I think he's like a, a mid day 3 type of dude Full
0: disclosure: I put a futures bet on him winning the Heisman, so I'm biased, and I'm just, I'm trying, I'm starting the campaign. Hey, <laughs> okay.
1: two great receivers, great running back. It's a hell of an offense there. My my Mike Novell future bet is looking really damn good for uh great coach of all time. Don't forget
0: Louisville transfer, um, ACC to ACC baby. After him, I slotted Sam Hartman and. It's it's it, at first it was hard because he come from that weird slow mesh wake forest offense, but yeah. then we got to watch him uh, in a real offense uh, for Notre Dame in week zero against Navy, and he looked super comfortable. And again, it's Navy, but it was good to see him kind of under center on those play action throws, just really efficient. I don't think he has great physical tools by any no. means, but no. like Ian Book got drafted, you know. Um, <laughs> he, like I kind of got he, Ian
1: Book vibes, honestly, but a little bit, yeah. Better.
0: Yeah. He he uh he is like his ball placement is good and he has enough arm and he navigates the pocket fairly well. The footwork in, in the throwing mechanics can get wonky and like coming from the slow mesh like you could understand especially with the footwork why that's a work in progress. But I, I I I don't have a draftable on him, but like I would not Jim Nagy's probably probably like in love with him. Oh, guaranteed! I
1: <laughs> yeah. He's I, gonna be a twenty-five-year-old rookie. That's 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 good nowadays, isn't it? Um, yeah, he kind of feels like like watching that first game, uh, you know, Saturday. It feels like he's becoming a bit of that like point guard style passer at a, at Notre Dame. I, mean, I don't think that's a bad thing, you know. Just get the ball out. Um, you know, he threw four touchdowns, was making some plays. I, I think he looked good. I, I think I, the the hype seems kind of weird, college football wise, not draft wise. I think the athletic put out like six articles with Sam Hartman this weekend. It was odd, but, but no, I think he looked good, and uh, not a draftable. Great for me either, but you're right. Uh, the, the old heads will love him.
0: I just love the idea. That he's like four years older than Anthony Richardson. <laughs> That's awesome. I, lo- I the COVID year has made things so funny. <laughs> and it, when, when we're doing prospects, I'm like, this is a real
1: true junior. I'm like blown away. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. Um, <laughs> I think I think the next guy is the guy who had all the hype. For me, my fourth quarterback here, all the hype last summer, and uh, through stinker, but the goods are still there in Tyler Van Dyke. I, I,
0: I think it's funny because last summer, Van Dyke, uh, Phil Jakovic, and Brendan Armstrong, obviously yeah. different levels, but they were all like, oh yeah, I could definitely see a path this guy getting drafted, and then they all like came off the best year of their career by turning in horrific yeah. seasons, yeah. and then two of them transferred, but <laughs> Van Dyke certainly, I think, has it's. You can see it the clearest. Yeah,
1: and maybe he should have transferred, but but no, I think you throw it on and you, you still see the goods that had the hype last year, right? The arm is there; it's it's good, right? Um, you still see something like like you see the off platform throw is like the the ability to change the slot, the good velocity, <laughs> and then you like you dig a little deeper. That's the first thing you see and. Th- there's some pretty impressive throws like I, I there's I forget what game it was but you know a really nice touchdown going to the second window leading his receiver in the back of the end zone there's still the glimpses of really good prospect there it's just the game is just so inconsistent and incomplete where like if it comes together I don't know if it's gonna happen in in that in the yeah. offense but I, I still think someone swings on him like at the end of the draft or something I,
0: I mean if he starts uh the entire season yeah i think so yes um it's just like so hard to to be like his red what was it his shirt freshman to his like, yeah. red shirt sophomore you're seeing that type of drop off and i know it's coaching change josh Gaddis got fired after one year everything seemed like a mess but like the arm is clearly nfl level he has the nfl quarterback size he's 6'4 230 yeah um i mean i think yeah last offseason we were talking about oh could this guy be in that bryce young like the the tier after bryce young and cj stroud right like and if he a couple things go right certainly and then it just all went wrong um and and when looking at him versus like dracovic and and, and brendan armstrong uh tyler van dyke's only going to be a 23 year old rookie next year versus those guys are going to be 25 like I, th- I think the, the ship has kind of sailed on the other two. Yeah,
1: unfortunately. Love them both, but.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, I think Brendan Armstrong has a chance to like be a very good college football quarterback this year and be uh, playing in the XFL and being a star. <laughs> and Dracovic, I don't know. That guy's just always hurt. And he has yeah, such a cannon, but just absolutely no touch.
1: I know. I know, because I mean, you, you throw on tape from last year. It's like, oh shit, you know, you start feeling the feelings again. Because like, what a what a arm he's got, but oh, he just can't stay healthy. And I don't know. I feel like he's just only taking steps back, unfortunately, too. Even when he's on the field, but yeah, when he's on, it looks great.
0: But I mean, you, I respect the fact Notre Dame um, to Boston College to Pitt, like that is perfection.
1: The it's three, the three best schools in the nation
0: exactly all right let's just get to the running backs um the best running back i have watched thus far is in this conference his name is his name is trey benson of florida state i freaking love him he is the best tackle breaker in the country oregon transfer really came on down the stretch last year for the seminoles The contact balance I just think is unbelievable. And he he even has this weird up like he's kinda upright, he's six one. Yeah. He's got this upright running style, but like just so so balanced despite that and tacklers just bouncing off him and he he's kinda like a horse.
1: He is kinda like a horse, yeah. (laughs) He's big, he's muscled up. You're right, he's kinda upright, but yeah, the contact balance is is just is really, really impressive. Um he runs his ass off. He has the speed, um, paces himself really well. I thought too, um, but also like like he's big and he runs upright. But he's he's like got that flexible flexible lower half. You know, like he's not a rigid straight line horse. He's a he's is I don't know a horse that can move. Is there some sort of horse that can move <laughs> diagonally? I don't know.
0: I, are you, are you, I'm so lost. I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Horses. Um, he's no donkey.
1: That that's good. That's a good. Man. That's Pat. That's Pat Garwo. Um, <laughs> well, if you need someone to get it fucking done, amen.
0: Um, no, but Benson has like the, I don't. Th- I think we're, we're pretty clearly shaping up to have a like right now. There, there's no clear five star superstar running back prospect. Um, there's a lot of good in ones this class. Yeah. There's a lot of good ones though, and Benson has the makeup of like that that Tade two back who comes in and immediately yeah. Add some uh, physical running style to your running game. Like he has enough burst, enough short area quickness. I I thought his vision was quite good. I thought was yeah, really good. Um, kind of second level vision, really good pressing the line, hitting, hitting the, <laughs> one cut and hitting the crease. Um, seeing him more involved in the passing game, yeah. certainly helped. But just I think he's a really instinctual runner with contact balance, and that usually. Like at least gets you David Montgomery.
1: <laughs> exactly, yeah, and I think he's like a firm day two type of back.
0: Uh, after him, I had Will Shipley, me too, the Clemson running back, me too. Who I just like because he was like a big time recruit, and he he's like a he's a very solid running back. I have a day three grade on him. Physical between the tackle runner, I think he's more of a gap style guy, but he catches the football so well, and that's kind of his yeah his uh in his pocket yeah like he's not he's not like the the classic satellite back in that he's super shifty and yeah he's um, not he's kind of no he he, he's like he catches the ball really well but he's a physical like Mm -hmm. um it's like just weird because normally that's not the satellite
1: back no it's not and but yeah the hands are really damn good I, I still think he's been overrated his entire college career and maybe as a yeah. prospect as well, but
0: it, I, I think he, he's a it, it,
1: good day three back.
0: Yeah. And it's because it's because he was a big time recruiter, yeah. went to Clemson and he's white and he catches the ball well, he's gotta be Christian McCaffrey. Like, and he's, I'm not even kidding. That's what right. like
1: He's so different from McCaffrey, but he's he's great in his own right in terms of like I think I think the the burst is really good. I, I think like he's just like that like one pace slashers and a good salary back. He's
0: like, back. He, he's like a, a juiced up Rex Burkhead.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, there you go. He's a, a juiced down Toby Gerhardt who catches the football. <laughs>
1: he's Zach Zenner if everything went right. I, I don't know, like what the like he's like. Is a little he's, Jamal Williams, but I don't know if he could pass protect. Oh, that's actually.
0: I like that one. Um, he's going to be a really useful football player. Yeah, I just don't. I like, unless there's a big leap this year, I just don't like, he's like a fourth or fifth round guy.
1: That's exactly where I have him. Yeah. I I don't, unless he like runs the the doors off of Lucas Oil, which I think he's going to run good, but I don't see that
0: fine. Like he's like, he's, he's not going sub four, five or anything. No,
1: I don't think he's going sub four, five. No. He's going sub four, six, I think. Exactly. That's yeah. But a good, very good time. Right. Very good time. Um, But, I mean, maybe 449. But, anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, Good time. just talk about it. But not enough to get top 100. But I think, like, fourth round, fifth round, you bring him in and you have a really good uh, RB2 that can do a lot for you. Yeah, exactly. He's
0: just a really useful football player. Yeah. Um, After him, I have Notre Dame's Audrey. Me too. Me too. Who's who I love him because he's so big. He's so physical. He's like kind of been an old school thumping back. Uh, He. I think he might be the most powerful running back I've watched so far. Just runs so well behind his pads. Uh, really good contact balance. Like he threw yeah. on the Navy game in Dublin.
1: His best run he freaking fumbled on, but it was an awesome run before <laughs> yeah, he fumbled. Awesome. Yeah, the fumble. Maybe that's something to watch the rest of the season. But everyone could fumble in Ireland, you know. That's that's how it goes. Um, yeah, like I, I love it. You know, runs low, runs hard. I, I think, like, kind of, like, very decisive, too. But they, then, second level, he can kind of create on his own, which I, I appreciate. But he's, like, he's got that old-school thumping style, which is kind of nice. It, like, gives you a bit of both. I think pretty good vision. Uh, and then, obviously, like, he's 5'11", 227. He's really well built. I think this is a mid-late day three kind of back that you yeah. bring in and see can be, become your, like, more physical back. I like him.
0: No, I, I really like him. I, 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 he's a true junior, and I can really yeah. see him rising this year.
1: Yeah, me too. Another Are guy, he, like. honestly. Yeah, go ahead.
0: I was just gonna say for a Notre Dame back who's like very clearly good and was a true sophomore, yeah. last year, like not a lot of hype. It's kind of weird. It
1: is weird because he's good, and usually they're overrated. Yeah.
0: Um. After him, I have Pat Garwo, who,
1: <laughs> of course, he's, it's Pat Garwo next, baby. It's, it's always been Pat
0: Garwo. He's going to be a Seattle Seahawk. It's all gonna be great. <laughs> uh, By the way, he's
1: gonna be bigger. Uh, uh, the athletic kind of like five eight two hundred nine. He's bigger than that. Come
0: on. No, he's he's the Mike Davis 220
1: Yes, yes he and is. and that
0: is my comp. He's Mike Davis. He's he's just a bowling ball. He's super fun. He, he behind a bad offensive line. A bowl, one good offensive line, but he was out last year. Yes. Um, but Pat, yeah, Packard was going to be like a borderline sixth seventh round guy, yep. and he's going to play in the NFL.
1: Run his ass off. He's thick. You know, he's kind of one speed go, like you said, Mike Davis. My only thing is I, I want to – it's hard because the offensive line is bad, but uh, mahogany, hopefully, you know. Um, just kind of need – like like to see him create a little bit more because I feel like he needs that runway to get going, but hopefully he gets spawned a good offensive yeah. line.
0: Um, Who do you have? Those are all my – those, those like, are my clear top four.
1: Yeah, no one else really, uh, really intrigued me here.
0: No. I th- Jordan Houston and NC State on the Freak's List. That's a name to know. Jawar Jordan just because um, – Brahms taking over at Louisville, like yeah. I'm interested to see, because he had some moments last year, um, so we'll see. Receiver room is really interesting. It is, it is. It Lots of, uh, lots of big guys, a lot, lots of yeah. transfers. Yeah. Uh, I think there's one clear guy who is a potential first-round receiver, um, and that's Keon Coleman, the Michigan State transfer a 64215 ball winning X receiver going to be a 21-year-old rookie like a true true junior awesome ball skills awesome yeah. through contact just like floats with his um with his uh, body control he can separate like he's fluid 64215 yeah um he also blocks way better than I yeah. was expecting
1: He's very aggressive yeah no I mean I Coleman is really damn good. Yeah, he's really damn good, and like you like he said, that size, just a jump ball monster. Um, but like he's really explosive and fluid for six four two fifteen, and like he, he played was playing basketball at, at Michigan State too, and it was not much, but you see that, uh, you know, he's not going to look slow on the court at all. And
0: if you can play for Coach Izzo, you can play for me.
1: It, there you go. There you go. I, I think like just seeing the route running expand, like I, I thought this was all there. I think to be a really good route run for for a big man, just seeing yeah. that kind of expand. But I think like I think the top two receivers in this conference are both at Florida State, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, that that that's gonna be a hell of an offense, and I'm I'm really excited to see what they can do.
0: Um, I think. By think- the way, sorry.
1: Firm day two right now. I definitely see a okay. round potential though
0: yeah yeah i think uh he he's uh not including the sec and big tanks we're not there yet he's the highest rated receiver outside of those conferences for me
1: he's right there with me for me with like odunze and Stervan, like i kind of
0: yeah oh those are my two after him
1: the that's a fun trio like before we get to the to the two big boys you know like that's it's a it's a lot of like axe receivers this year like, looking like which is so you fun
0: you're you're talking about Lab McConkey and uh, yeah, the big boys. Yeah, and and uh, Roman uh, Wilson. <laughs> okay, thank you, thank you. Um, so you you touched on it. You're, you're number two. Talk about him,
1: Johnny Wilson, baby. The other Florida State receiver. Uh, yeah, size. He's six hundred thirty five pounds. Moves like he's six one. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, the frame is is massive. Uh, the hands are strong as hell. I thought the body control is so impressive for a man his size. Like I said, really good athlete, fluid, super impressive. Is a threat downfield. You know, throw him on the post. He, he gets a nice cut. He gets a little bit of separation, and then you're done because he's got that massive body. Um, another guy. I think he's a day two guy. I I think they're both. Okay, you, they're both freaks. You're, yeah,
0: you're higher on him than me. I think he's a day three guy. I'm also just super scared of receivers that big. Yeah, I, um, pff,
1: you should I, be because they're monsters. Amen.
0: I, I the there's couple drops on tape those concern me I I,
1: some concentration ones yeah
0: um the route running at his size is fine I just like I don't know how fast he is on top of like not being when you're that big it's hard to be be extremely I'm just worried about separation Rob
1: Jake Bobo ran a 499 he's the best receiver in the league right now okay that's so different Because he's the best run runner in the league.
0: I saw it with him. Uh, Herm Edwards (laughs) recruited him to Arizona State. So Herm saw it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, No, but I I am always a little bit scared. There's another guy in this conference, too, who people are calling a tight end and he's not. um, Who's also massive. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to help Johnny Wilson so much that Keon Coleman's there. Yeah. um, Because I think Florida State didn't have a lot of non-Johnny Wilson options for Jordan Travis last year and um it's gonna open things up and having like have they're, they're both two big x receivers and i think getting to see johnny wilson do other things rather than just be that um ball winning downfield threat i i, I want to see them like get the ball in his hands i want to see him create mm-hmm. a little more as a yak player i want to like i want to see him be a jumbo slot maybe That'd um, be fun. That'd but be no fun. he's firmly draftable i just
1: I think I'm a, a tier below you with him. I Just give me the big boy. I don't care. Um, is your, who's your receiver two then? Devontae's Walker
0: at North Carolina, who we don't know if he's going to play this year because the mm-hmm. NCAA is corrupt. Um, but NC Central to Kent State to North Carolina now. Typical uh, road. He, another guy who's... X receivers, is not as big as Johnny Wilson, six two, two hundred. 200. I thought, uh, guy who struggles with concentration drops. Yeah, I have like a, I have a, I have a day three on him as well. Um, struggles with concentration drops, but wins those hard 50 50 balls. Yeah. Really good in traffic. Uh, I tracks the ball really well over his shoulders. Um, I think the, the potential is there for him to develop as a route runner, but in that Kent State offense, like mm-hmm. he's not running routes. Um, and, I mean, just inserting almost anyone into the North Carolina offense as Drake Mays' wide receiver one. Yeah, it feels like so money right potential. now. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I hope he plays. He's in another group of well too, which I was like, but I hope he plays. Sure. I I had like, I have, so I have Devontae Walker, Johnny Wilson, um, the pretend tight end at Syracuse.
1: <laughs> yeah, why do people call him a tight end? It's He's it, not a tight end at all. He's not a tight end at all. I, I, I keep, I was so confused, like, seeing him, by the way, we're, we're talking about Gazin but I, I felt so confused. Like, everyone calling him a 10-in all summer, and it's like, man, did you watch Syracuse football last like, year?
0: He, he lined up at H-back, like, sometimes, but, yeah. like, he's a 6'5", 220-pound wide receiver. Who's, he's playing in the slot more than anything. Yeah, he's a he, jumbo slot, really. Um, And he he has, I thought he had really good hands. He kind of catches he does. everything. He does, yeah. Um, And then that Dino Babers offense, like, they're not running any real routes. Everything is fake. But he's so good uh, at, with, like,
1: back shoulders, uh, he high He might be, like,
0: like, the hardest
1: projection for receivers this year. Yeah. I, I watched
0: him. I was like, oh, it's Devin Funches. He's not really a tight end, <laughs> but people who are calling him that for some reason.
1: But, but he can catch.
0: It's so, but it is so weird. Like, who started this? He called him know. a tight end.
1: Because everywhere you look, it's tight end. But he is not a tight end. Uh, he's damn good though. Yeah, I'm I'm on board with you. Like it's just he's gonna be the toughest eval, I think. Yeah. Um, firm, firm draftable dude. Obviously, but really good. Um,
0: there's a, also there all the receivers in this conference are tall and fifty fifty ball guys. A couple other guys I like. Um, I like both Virginia Tech. Me too. Yeah. Tr- or, well, there's three Virginia Tech transfers. Two of <laughs> yeah. them are big. One of them is small. One of them's Ally Jennings from Old Dominion, who I love. We love all three. Uh, of,
1: I love all three of them. Really, yeah
0: um who is like a 6'2 200 pound kind of he was a west virginia old dominion vod tech he he's similar to Devontae walker in that like not a dynamic route runner has some drops but man he he is so violent at the catch point i love watching him uh high point um and then felton daquan felton at virginia tech who's a norfolk state transfer he's just like Pure upside, 6'5". Yeah. the best player on the field at Norfolk State, really natural mover at that size, like so fluid, really good hands, just like only running uh like only running vertical routes. He's like, everything's either back he's like poor or
1: He's like poor man's Keon Coleman.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. And then and then then, then Jalen Lane, who's way smaller, middle yeah. Tennessee tra- state jitterbug.
1: How did Vate get like the coolest receiver room all on the transfer portal like this? Brent, yeah, I love Jalen Wayne too. Brent
0: Pry panicked <laughs> and just like everyone on the team's from the transfer portal now.
1: I love it. It's hey, Maybe it works. Yeah, I love um,
0: it. there's another guy I wanted to point out is Tyler Harrell, who do you remember last summer he transferred from Louisville to Alabama? He's like yep. a sub four three five guy. Yep. There's all this hype. It did not work. And now he's at Miami. And, like, I don't know what to think about him, but it's certainly interesting. It's interesting.
1: I feel like Miami's receivers are just so, like, cursed right now. Like, they, I don't know. That's a bad way It just feels like you go there and it doesn't work out. Uh, but, yeah, that's, that's super interesting. It's super interesting.
0: Uh, there's also Ryan O'Keefe transferring from UCF to Boston College. There's yeah, Zay Flowers Thrash. 2.0. You said it. Yeah. Jamari Thrash from Georgia State to Louisville. Um, there's, uh, Jalen Calhoun, Calhoun is uh, Riley Leonard's go to guy. Donovan good. Green and Jamal Banks at Wake Forest. There's a bunch of receivers who are like I don't have draftables on, but
1: did we talk Tyree like, yet? Tyree's interesting, like in our name. I don't know if you mentioned Yeah, him.
0: the who's a running back moving <laughs> yeah, receiver. Who's exactly. like a, a satellite back?
1: Interesting. Golden Tate two you just called him. I heard of that.
0: Basically. Yeah. So there's just a bunch of guys who I don't have draftables on, but I'm like interested in.
1: It's a fun it was a fun group. Yeah, it was a fun group.
0: All right, let's get to the tight ends where we're not including Gadsden because he is not one.
1: Yeah, that's I can't get over that. Yeah, go on.
0: Good group, though. Um, North Carolina's Bryson Nesbitt's my number one guy. Me too. 6'5", 235. Um, lines up as a big slot as an H-back in line. He's an F tight end. His dad played guard for the Saints. He'll be a 21 year old rookie who turns 22. He is super athletic. He's
1: a hell of an athlete at that size. It's ridiculous. Uh, fluid as hell. You, they constantly have him going, you know, up the seam, and he's dangerous as hell going out, going downfield. I feel like his hands are really good too. I feel like he's really, really good hands. I think that's a top 100 tight end lock. Um, that's a guy that I'm not gonna like. I I could see him like just. I feel like he's. I don't know. to call him under the radar, but like. Doesn't feel like he's that big time name yet. That could just absolutely go off this year with, with Drake May yeah. and become like he—he he has the goods to be a first round tight end. I don't know if yeah. he's going to get there, but he has the goods.
0: He's—he is not that far off from Jatavian Sanders. No,
1: I—I kind of like him more than Sanders
0: right now. Like. We haven't got to Brock Bowers technically, but right now Brock Bowers is very clear in my tight end one. But uh I've done oh. Jatavian Sanders, Bryson Nesbitt, and Ben Snott.
1: Yeah. The next three. I again I, I mean, maybe I hate Brock Bowers, but you know no, I think that's clearly the top group. And I think it's a damn good group. I, I think I think I put Nesbitt a smidge ahead of Sanders.
0: That and- no, to- totally fair. I like I Absolutely understand why you would do that. <clears throat>
1: Blo- blocking needs to come along for Nesbitt, but no, he's he's really damn good. Dripping with potential. Yeah. Um,
0: then there's Jaheim Bell, who transferred from South Carolina to Florida State. Plays every position you could ask. Six three two thirty nine. Was playing running back for the Gamecocks. Uh, is like an H-back in the Johnu Smith role.
1: That feels um, like it's going to be like a huge college football move. I think I just like just kind of to like open up everything else for the rest of that offense. You know what I mean? I think that's a great transfer. Um, draft wise, I'm not I'm not sure how I feel with Jim Bell yet. Where, where are you on him?
0: Uh, the problem is like he we're calling him a tight end, and like yeah, he is a very good athlete. He's really good with the ball in his hand, but like he's not really a tight end. No. Uh, yet I'm interested to see what Norvell does with him. Um. I think at his best, he's kind of that day mid day three like fullback H back like he's on your when you need a fullback that like he's Connor Hayward but yeah not this in a like he's in that role but he stylistically is not that same type of player he's a different version of that I guess
1: Connor Hayward getting handoffs this last preseason game was sick yeah sick. Um, Um, But that's what I think. I think you're right. But then it's the issue with those type of dudes. It's like it's the lining spot means so much, right? Yeah.
0: He doesn't have a brother on the Steelers. I
1: I think that's the only reason Hayward's there, but it's working. Hayward's good now. He is good. He's very good. Love him. Um, Then I got
0: Pitts, Gavin Bartholomew, who is a true junior, 6'5, 250, like kind of a classic inline tight end. Um, Catches the ball pretty well. He hurdled a guy in Tennessee. And it was sick. Yep. Um, I I don't like. I think like he, he looks like a late day three tight end to me right now.
1: Yeah, me too. I, I like him though. I think there's just just kind of building blocks of everything there. I don't know if he's ever gonna you know be be outstanding or anything, but no, just one of those guys that come out and, um, get drafted late in the draft and maybe can carve something out.
0: Um, Want to get into the offensive tackle group?
1: Yeah, pr- pretty, pretty, pretty good group, Rob. Pretty good group.
0: Yeah, um, I think there are three, maybe even four, maybe even five. Um, but for me right now, there are three guys with like pretty good summer grades.
1: Is it, is Joel your top guy? No. Okay, I would love to hear your top guys.
0: Well, my problem is. Graham Barton is my top guy at Duke. I don't know if he's a tackle, though. I
1: don't know either. I don't think he's a tackle.
0: I think he's going to be, like, a a really freaking good guard. But he has, like, it's just, like, kind of lack of length. Um, Yeah. And, like, because he has good feet. I I think he he has pretty damn good feet. Uh, But, like, kind of lack of length and uh, it shows up with his hand use and – his then that impacts his anchor. Yeah, I think his anchor is
1: the the big. So that's the thing. I, I think he's a tailor made. You know, um, you know, hell of an athlete at guard, but the anchor against the bigger defensive interior guys is like could be a you know could be a, just a, the the loot sticking he, point for him, right? Yeah.
0: Like he, if we're talking zone guard, like man, in the yeah. run game, like he's gonna be so freaking good. But yeah, he needs to get stronger and play play with better balance.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's why I, that's my thing. It's like I'm not sure where he play I it's a bit of a conundrum, but he's really damn good. I'm I have alt above him. I'm not a huge alt fan. I think he's more no, like early early day three. Yeah, I agree. I still like him though. But no, he's
0: like he, he's he's a top ten <laughs> tackle in the class for sure. But like the top ten, like he's not on all of Fushan, no. Level.
1: I think like him and Barden aren't far off. Um, I'll put it that way. We'll get there in a sec. Yeah, I think I think Barton's kind of an early day three type of dude. Um. Sometimes you know, getting out on the move, he looks so damn good. Um, I think I was on him first. Remember we tweeted that random pancake he had like two years ago. That was sick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I think like the hands are are like inconsistent, but the pop is good. Sometimes just in just another year and like see what he can develop into. I do think he ends up kicking inside though. Like to me. Yeah. That's yeah. His be-
0: yeah. And he's also he's played inside. He's played center. Yeah. His position versatility is super interesting. With Joe Alt, um, he, he's getting overrated a bit. Just he because, like he's, a, he's,
1: he's he's been overrated he's, since he stepped on campus. He's right.
0: A true freshman starter at left tackle yeah. at Notre Dame. His dad played in the NFL. His brother was drafted in the NHL. Everything. Um, I think he's better in pass pro than his run blocker. I didn't think he yeah. he got like a ton of movement in the run game. And I thought he kind of struggled to climb to that second level. And there's some athletic a- athleticism questions. For me, in terms of uh, making, like, reach blocks and sealing off linebackers, um, he also, like, kind of part of the reason I thought he struggled to generate
1: power was he plays really high, he's 6'8". Yes. Yeah, you, um, you look at him in his stance and he's not getting low enough, you know? No. like, And that's not but, just the natural stuff, it's like he needs to work on that too, you know what I mean? But he does play just really high naturally because he's 6'7", yeah.
0: But he also, like... He had better feet than I thought he was ever yeah, gonna have. Like, I think
1: he had really good feet. I think that's the selling point, right? When you have a, a guy with that type of length, that I, I think he's a—he's not a good athlete in the run game, but he's a good athlete in pass protect, like in, in the right. Like the feet are really nimble. I feel like just pretty clean mover for a guy his size. That usually when you get that big, you're sloppy, right? And I know he's not the heaviest, you know, offensive tackle, but. Former um, tight end, yeah, it, it, you see that. I think, but then yeah. it doesn't show up in the run game. I agree it's with you. Weird. Yeah,
0: like he. I think it's he's just like very technically sound in his kick steps. His feet are good and clean. He uses his length pretty well in pass. But I thought, despite being a tall guy, like he had better anchor than I was expecting him to yeah. have. Um, no, we have my concern. Like he's, he's more of like a like he'll, he'll just kind of get in the way in the run game a little bit.
1: Yeah, there's no power to him. No. No um uh, i still no, think I he's i mean go ahead yeah
0: i wouldn't be surprised if he's a first-round pick
1: no me neither i i th- <laughs> like I, I agree with you because uh, pass protection is what gets you paid in the nfl right but like yeah. i I, th- I have a top 100 on him but i'm more like day three uh not sorry not round three yeah um like, like yeah.
0: He's, a, he's a high floor player because the pass pro stuff I just don't like. I don't think he's a first round guy. Like I think he's gonna be a solid starting NFL tackle.
1: Yeah, right. Right team. Right team. He could be really, really starting a solid starting tackle. Yeah. Um, um, yeah I I don't see a huge upside. Really. I think like no. Yeah. Go. Yeah. I'm glad we're kind of on the same page because everyone seems to love Joe Alt. But yeah.
0: I I, I was like this my notre dame bias but
1: oh yeah i have that issue too right like that's it's also bad but hey we love audric esteemy it's I don't because we that, love
0: but... the notre dame guys who like why isn't this guy being hyped that's true that's you know? true um my next guy is matt Gonzalez. i don't know how to say his last name the pit right tackle who's gonzalves yeah. 330 yeah um, he's a really balanced powerful tackle not a great athlete not great feet but Yep, he he climbs to the second level pretty well, like for not for being I, like a heftier dog.
1: When they pull him too, like he's pretty damn solid. Yeah, yeah. and he lays dudes out. I like, yeah, he's, I'm big fan he's of. He's kind of like opposite of Joe Alt. Yes, <laughs> similar size, like kind of the same. But it's funny because they're kind of like I think like Gonçalves is like 320 ish, and Alt's like three fifteen, but they're built so differently, right? Gonzalez, you you see, he, you know, he's kind of got thick thick from toe to head, right? Um and I think like he moves pretty well for a, for a big boy like we just said like he's quick out of his stance he's he's the opposite whereas like he's really damn good in the run but I think like solid enough in in, in pass protection where like he can struggle against the speedier guys um like like mm-hmm. but he's damn good I think like that's a mid-day 3 type of uh, tackle right now that I could see yep. rising
0: Absolutely. Uh I could see him going to the senior bowl and having a yeah. good week. Yeah. Yeah. Um the uh, kind of in a next tier, I have NC State's Anthony Belton, Miami's Zion Nelson, and Florida State's Robert Scott.
1: And me too. Uh, all draftable guys for you though. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I thought Belton is really interesting because he's he's got that big body. That's another guy that maybe kicks inside um, because he's a six five, three thirty ish. Has that guard body to him. And, like, I think you kind of see him struggling versus speed. Uh, my one thing is the the anchor, I thought, was kind of hit and miss. But strong hands. Yep. Kind of got that, uh like, like Gonsalves, a brawler mindset to him. Um, yeah, I, I liked him.
0: Um, Zion Nelson, just, like, we've been watching him for yeah. several years. Too long, right? Like, <laughs> you, you can see it. Like, he's long. He's athletic. He's laid on his feet. Just, like... The play is very up and down. He's always hurt. Like, we'll see. I It's hard to, like, really talk about it. It is. It is. Um, and I think Robert Scott, just, he's, like, 6'5", 330, powerful in the run game. I think he's a guard at the next level. Um, he, One you know, of the, just kind of got to watch him.
1: It's nice to have a, a Florida. I feel like we've been watching Florida State for so long, and they've been, like, they're off the line, and they've never had. Like, they're always bad, and Robert Scott isn't bad. He's good it's a nice it's refreshing for me well so. said
0: yeah I uh, want to get to the interior.
1: yeah another strong group pretty good uh yeah so so but. Christian
0: Mahogany is like the big hang up and I, we talked about him at length last year and I think he was already hurt when we talked about him last year yeah uh he, I love him me too I think he's like very clearly if healthy a day two guy can play right or left guard he's just so mean in the run game he's so good at sustaining blocks and washing guys out um can play a little bit high, and he is, 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 is can be a little sloppy in pass pro uh, against more athletic rushers, but strong anchors, strong hands, powerful player.
1: Kind of like a Steve Avila. You know, you take him on day two, yeah, and plug him in, and you're happy. Yeah. Um, no, I love him. I love Christian Mahogany. I had a third round on him last year. That was with the injury. I thought you could see him rise, but yeah, I think just solid day two Day two guy with the power. Um, but. Like yeah, like I feel like you know he kind of proved his ability to get to the second level too a bit, right? And I think Mahogany can do that. Love to see him come back healthy. I think he's the top guy still here because I, I, it's I love him. I do love him. So.
0: I'm with you on that. Uh, who's your next guy?
1: Um, I, I think it's. I don't know. It kinda, kind of. Yeah, kind of a group I, here. Good yeah. idea.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you on that.
1: <laughs> I thought, I thought, I, I've always kind of been a Jalen Cohen fan, going from Bama to Miami
0: it's it's so his his kind of career trajectory so strange because last year we were like and we were there too i think oh like if everything hits this guy could be the top guard he's at alabama he's he plays such great balance he's a mean uh physical powerful left guard really good in the run game and then like they're kind of like rotating him in and out of the lineup yeah now he's at miami
1: yeah, still like him though. <laughs> I, I think like this is uh, Mahogany's my only day two guy, but I, I think yeah. he's kind of like into that mid day three range, and I, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. That's a, I think that's a good transfer for him though. You know, Chris Paul yeah, no, clearly sure. knows what he's doing with the offensive line. Um, so that, I think he could big body guy too. I, I'm, I still, I'm still in on him. How do you? Really
0: like, good? I'd really like Clemson's Marcus Tate.
1: That's my next guy. I like Marcus Tate a lot too.
0: He's just like. Bigger and stronger than anyone else, and he p- kind of plays like it. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought he played with really good pad level, def- despite being six five. Um, really uh, can tr- kind of pop guys off the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Heavy hands. Uh, th- his hands n- now they'll shoot wide sometimes, and it will they'll get him at times, especially climbing to the second level in space. But I really like him as like a gap scheme left guard.
1: Yeah, me too. Um, after him, I thought I kind of I liked uh, North Carolina State's Dylan McMahon. Yep, that's him. And that's kind of like the, that's kind of like that's the last group. guy. Yeah, that's yeah. the group.
0: Uh, I do think Matt Lee, the UCF center who transferred to Miami, is a name to watch. Just like, like you said, Chris Ball knows what he's doing with offensive linemen. Yeah. Um and then Kyle Hergel mainly because he's Canadian, but also he was on the freaks list. Uh, Texas State transfer headed to Boston College to play with Mahogany, and I think that's pretty It's fun. That's definitely fun. All right, interior defensive line.
1: Is this the got to be the best IDL group we've done, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think hands down. Like I, The IDL group's been, like, fine for the this most is... part. This has a lot of pop in it, a lot of athleticism.
1: Yeah. Um, I think Top Guy is uh, clearly at the U here in Leonard Taylor, though
0: yeah who's a former i think five-star recruits who immediately has been an impact player for the hurricanes he'll play all over that d-line they'll even play him at him sometimes which is pretty cool and like it, it doesn't look out of place he's just super twitchy uh he's really good at generating power using that explosive get off to generate power um you'll see him shoot some gaps um his uh his lateral quickness really shows up when kind of getting uh from like if they're running outside zone, like getting a gap over, um, it it's just kind of like unlocking his hands was kind of my big thing. Mm-hmm. They're just like everything is there for him to be a first round pick.
1: Yeah, just kind of like still like kind of raw, right? Like, yeah. Um, but all the tools are there, raw, but all the tools are there, and yeah, definitely has the chance to be a first round pick. Um, it's a damn good dude. I, I think like after that though, it's interesting where you go, right?
0: Yeah. I went with Rook. Uh, Me too. Um, Rook or Horror Roar at Clemson. Who, Feels like, yeah. He, he's just super athletic. He's really well rounded. Um, like he's just twitched up. He can move with speed. He can get under you and bull rush you. I think he needs to kind of get stronger uh, at anchoring down, and holding the point. But yeah. But like,
1: just the ability that, in the pass rush though, and like. Yeah. Uh, I think like he's still kind of scratching the surface too a little bit. Yeah. This could this could be like an absolute massive year for him.
0: Yeah, he, he's a guy who's just like been in the rotation and other Clemson interior defensive linemen have, have, are like bigger names than him. Yeah, but he's the most talented one I think. Um, just like everything you want in a pass rushing three tech.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I, I yeah, I I kind of hope he gets the the spotlight. You know, the, the year to shine because I. He's damn good. And I, I think the next guy is his teammate is in Tyler Davis, who, um, you know, like I said, I think Rook gets the spotlight. But Tyler Davis is just damn solid. And he's kind of felt like he's been that way, right?
0: Yeah, he's like a modern one-tech, right? Yeah. Like good, like not not extremely heavy, but a strong player at the point who has the athleticism to um, shoot gaps. Who can add a little bit in the pass rush with his power. Yeah. Um but yeah like he's like to me he's like a solid day 3 interior defender. Exactly. Guy.
1: I think it's a guy you get fourth or fifth round, maybe a little later. High floor. High floor. Exactly. And you're happy you get him there.
0: I really like NC State's Davin Van who's on the freaks list who he's a little weird cuz he's like 6'2" 280 and he's playing he's playing a lot of 4i and 5 tech. But he had, like you can see why he's on the freaks list. Like his get off is incredible, and because he's not super tall, like his he plays with awesome pad level. He he uses his hands well too. Like he he had, he tried the jumping the Aaron Donald jumping cross chop. and It was <laughs> wicked. Um, he's a, he's a very interesting guy who I think is going to be a riser.
1: I thought Key Messner was your guy. I remember misremembered. He,
0: I I got him with the edges.
1: Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I, okay, cool. We'll move, we'll talk about him there then. Anyone else? Really caught you?
0: Uh, Fabian Lovett's like just all day three one-tech type guy. Uh, Jermaine is. Lowell, if he's ever going to be healthy, he's always fun. Just like uh, the other
1: Miles Murphy. I,
0: I do like the other Miles Murphy. <laughs> he um First and last time will call him that
1: then. Go on, yeah.
0: He... uh. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to pull him up in my notes. He He's like a very agile three tech. Who's got some power in the pass rush. Um, he, he's gotta get stronger, but like you can see the athletic traits, well,
1: tall guy to, you know what I mean? it's kind of good size yeah, to him. Yeah.
0: Another tall guy is Riley Mills at North, uh, at Notre Dame. Who's six, five freaks list guy who plays all up and down that defensive line and has a lot of pass rush potential. I, I think he's like more of a five tech, um, and then Br- Brayden Fisk, Dwayne Carter, like there's a lot of guys who are really interesting.
1: Yeah, there's pretty. It's pretty good. Um,
0: um, just for sake of time, we'll jump to edges. <laughs> I can <could, laughs> do twelve good minutes on Dwayne Carter. Um, Jared Verse is the best defensive player in the conference, and prospect, yes, and the best edge rusher prospect in the draft.
1: Wait, wait, best prospect in the conference? You're gonna put it over Drake? De- Is that what you said? Sorry,
0: I meant defensive prospect. Oh, okay,
1: defensive. okay. No, no. I'm just making sure. Second best prospect in the entire. Oh, no,
0: actually no. Who cares? Yeah,
1: <laughs> I respect it. <laughs> um, could have came out. Uh, would have been a first round pick. Was yeah. trending towards the top ten potentially. Um, and instead, he's going back to Florida State and they're going to win a national championship. Right? That's what you said.
0: Yep. I, okay. I hope so. <laughs> He'll be a 24 year old rookie. I think that's yeah. kind of like the only thing you can ding him on. Um, Albany transfer who blew up in his first year with the right away four, to, Yeah, right away against LSU on like that. What was yep. it? Was it Sunday or Monday night? Beat the hell yeah. out of both their tackles.
1: Yeah, that was awesome. That was great. That was a fun, fun introduction. Um, yeah, go ahead.
0: He's on the freaks list because he's so twitchy, but like he's a power rusher with violent hands and a shocking pass rush repertoire, and plays with his hair on fire. He's not super bendy. He's not like a uh he's not gonna like w- win the the mm-hmm. edge with like um with the like vaughn miller ghost move <laughs> yeah, but uh yeah. like he'll get he'll walk you back he'll string counter moves he uh he's got like his club swims really good he's got a good swipe moves he's got a cross chop um You'll see him like work a euro step inside. Like he's kind of just got a deep bag
1: for an Albany transfer. Yeah. A zero star recruit. Like I don't, I don't yeah. understand how he slipped through the cracks. Um, do you have a comp? on him? I was hoping you have a good no. comp. No,
0: but I, oh, I do want to say I think he'll be the Tyree Wilson of the draft in that, like the hype, with even more hype entering the season. Just like he's going to be the best player on the field. He'll. He's a little older, but he's like that talented yeah yeah i, th- I think he's a, he's a better pure like pass rusher than tyree wilson and
1: definitely doesn't have the s- size obviously but, no. but yeah, yeah no, i just ta- think like he'll be just the like a wrecking ball of hell and like for him to step into you know big time college football and become a wrecking ball of hell immediately i i can't believe i, I- i'm i can't wait to see what he does against lsu tackles next sunday right like that's see i think it's he's only gonna get better it's gonna be a lot of fun yeah, first is a monster. Uh like first round grade, obviously, right? Just yeah, like top okay. ten. Like okay, he'll yeah. go top ten, I think. I think so too. Um
0: after him I have Wake Forest's Jasheen Davis, who reminds me a little bit of Derek Hall. Uh just like with the the build, the like 6'3, 260, yeah. just rocked up. Power rusher, really good long yep. arm move, uh, really good motor. Like, could be a good run defender, but he's just like over because he wants to make the play like he won't set the edge he'll be crashing because he's playing like a madman but if you can clean that up like he could be a good run defender i, I think he's a good football player
1: how how are you on him
0: he uh i have a fourth round grade
1: okay yeah i have,
0: I have after verse i have him and key mesador okay
1: yeah yeah that's Mes- is our guy um yeah you think he's you think he's gonna be edge you like him more in that group
0: he was playing there at my, like, yeah. obviously at West Virginia, he was, like, their Kalijah Cansey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then he transferred to Miami, and, like, they just, like, predominantly, because they actually had interior guys, yeah. Playing with more of a uh, four man front, like, he's actually just, like, playing edge. He's 6'3, So the athleticism doesn't stand out as much on the edge, but, like, he's still a twitchy guy. He uses his hands quite well. Um, and, like, I, I, he just plays really hard. Like, I, I think he's a day three guy.
1: Yeah, me too. But like like potential to contribute early. I don't know where he's going to end up. I don't know where he's going to end up. I, I think you kind of see where you want to put him, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, Flo- opposite verse at Florida State, Patrick Payton's really interesting too, just because he's, he's like 6'5", 240. Um, like, just exactly what you want your edge to look like. Uh, redshirt sophomore, really explosive. If he can kind of use his hands mm-hmm. and, and get stronger uh, as an edge defender, I think. Or edge setter, I think he's super interesting.
1: Anyone else in the edges? No. um,
0: Xavier Thomas is still playing college football.
1: <laughs> I, still, I, can't, I still like him. I'm still him, baby.
0: Uh, linebackers, Barrett Carter is the top dog at Clemson. He is ridiculously downhill explosive, really rangy. Um, kind of like Shaq Thompson, in that like he could play safety. Which, yeah, uh, this is probably Clems- Clemson linebacker. <laughs> it's oh, not Isaiah a good Simmons, sign. I know. Um, um All, just don't have the yeah. Cardinals draft him. But no, he I think is going to be the top. Like I don't think he's a first round guy, but he's I think the top top linebacker in class. Yeah,
1: me too. And I don't know if anyone's gonna unseat him. I maybe got a long way to go, but like he he, he, looks he also just, like.
0: They'll play him as like a just overhang. Like, again, I don't know if this is a good thing. If you not, know, maybe Sinister. it's not. Uh, but, but, and they did it with Trenton Simpson two years ago, and then like Trenton Simpson moved into the like more of that true uh, will linebacker role last year. And,
1: yeah, that didn't. Um, and work. that's where
0: Barry Carter took the overhang like big nickel <laughs> role. Um, anyway, I say all that to say Jeremiah Trotter is the only real linebacker at Clemson in the last two years.
1: I'm a I'm a big fan of uh of him too though. I think they're both, both monsters.
0: The best part about them both is they're both not old. They're both <laughs> going to be 22-year-old rookies. Um, is that what you
1: look for so, in a linebacker? Is that yeah, they're not old? Yes,
0: not old. Um, Carter is super athletic, yeah. but he is like plays a less defined role, whereas Jeremiah Charter is just their Mike linebacker. He has good instincts. He reads his keys on time. He's good take on skills. He's not nearly as athletic as Bear Carter, but he can hang up with his zone, hang in with his own drops. Uh, he's not super long, and that affects him stacking and shedding. But like, he's just like he's like a TJ Z linebacker mm-hmm. where like he's cerebral and he tackles well. And like, I have a day three, early day three grade. Yeah, and like I just I think he can be a starting linebacker in the NFL. I feel
1: like the, the NFL is going like you have to either have to be this athletic freak and we, they've swung on a lot of those guys and it hasn't hit. Whereas you get the Jeremiah Trotter style that you bring them in and they're just damn good. And I feel like, I don't know. There's almost this middle ground of linebacker. That's like, that's like losing its place in the league. I don't know. Cause I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, yeah. I think Trotter's, Trotter's a are monster too, though. I think, I think they're, I mean, there's another great linebacker in the, in the conference, but they're just damn good. Do you have Cedric Gray as your, as your LB two here? I have missed three. Okay, you do you have. Who's your two then? Trotter. Okay. Okay, I want to make sure. Now I, I go, I go. I've, I've Gray as my two. But.
0: Who, no, whoever Notre Dame's starting. <laughs> yeah. That's real uh, football. I, yeah. I go Carter, Trotter, Gray. Uh, I have Carter above them, and then Trotter and Gray like kind of side by side.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think like both. Top 100 potential. I don't know. Trotter, I don't know. But, yeah, go on. Go on with Gray. You're, you're I guy. I, th-
0: I think Gray's the best tackler of the bunch. Gray is the maybe the best combination of, like, true linebacker skills in terms mm-hmm. of take on um, and eyes, but also has enough A- athleticism athletic, yeah. and length and – He's like shockingly. I thought like shockingly pretty good in coverage. Like he's good at like uh, like I mentioned his eyes. Like his zone drops are are the best I think of the three. Um, he uh, he just kind of clogs up passing lanes. He I think he's just like a solid linebacker prospect.
1: Six two two thirty. Yeah, it feels like we haven't had like great linebacker classes in a, in a while. But yeah, no, I think
0: it's all like it's always like the top guys always like it's super projectiony super athletic is he really a linebacker blah, blah, blah. and then it like doesn't work jack out. Cam- then then like jack campbell's like clearly a very good linebacker and then it's like well is he worth going where he's going like he's gonna be really good at it but it generally... but he would have never went
1: there if he didn't test like he did either exactly right? yeah but yeah i think they're clearly the t- top three dudes and like potential to be like you know uh like all top 10 linebackers in this class right
0: yeah and then P- Peyton Wilson at NC State's my next guy. Your just guy. like the size, yeah. the athleticism, the yeah. like having him play overhang, then rush the pass. Like I think he's a really interesting guy. Um, he's kind of Isaiah Simmons.
1: Another year there, yeah, he is kind of. I just, you know, get the get the bad Isaiah it, Simmons out of the out of the wood out of the way here, it, it, and maybe you can turn it. to well, like hey, what?
0: Wink's gonna get Isaiah Simmons. Oh yeah. To the oh um, yeah. But, like, yeah, we've kind of, like, I feel like we used to love those guys where it's, oh, positionless, like, this guy can play everywhere. And now, like, I think we've just seen so many examples of it not working out that well in the NFL that you and me are probably both in the same boat where, like, he's really fun, but I'm just not sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. Where, like, that trotter mold ends up, sticking now you know
0: right whereas like I had like an undraftable on TJ Edwards because it's like yeah, yeah he's really smart and good at tackling but he's just not that athletic but you know what? he knows how to play linebacker and, and like yeah really
1: and like Jack Campbell would have been that guy if he didn't blow it up right like
0: yeah if he wasn't 6-5 and like insane
1: athlete <laughs> insane athlete yeah if he was like like you just saw on the tape yeah, whatever I don't know it's such an interesting I, so I'm gonna be cool. all... yeah that's exactly it but you stay still in the league baby so still playing still playing um,
0: then I just kinda of have the Notre Dame linebackers. I don't know.
1: Classic. As as uh, one does. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Wanna go to corner?
1: Yeah. Uh Wiggins Wiggins the top dog here.
0: Yeah, he's like he's like pure potential. He's gonna he's gonna start his rookie year at twenty. That's and turn twenty one. He's fucked. so fluid. He is like six two, one eighty five. Just like thirty years ago he'd be like a star receiver. Um <laughs> but the change of direction skills are just ridiculous. Yeah. I think um, I think he's kind of at his best playing off zone, but, like, he can man up. He doesn't press much. I think he's just not super comfortable pressing. But he, like, mirrors really well. Like, he has good feet. But, man, his hips, it's changed the direction. Like, th- there's one play against Florida State where he's, like, playing cover two, and he just keeps sinking, and he reads it. And, like, just the 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 speed in which he turns, like, turns and then gets a, one of his long, gangly arms up. And, and I don't know, it's just... He looks the part of a first round corner.
1: I think he felt that way, like since he stepped on the field at Clemson, you know, two years ago. Um, is your top corner we've done so far? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For were, like day two, great though. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I Second agree. Round. Second round, yeah. Agree with you there. Um, yeah, he's just, I, th- he's just been. I don't know. He just looks so damn good. I am. I, th- I think like the th- thing I want to
0: see better, like he's not super physical player. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just finding the ball more consistently in phase.
1: It feels like all the corners are coming, though, still. But, yeah, no, I totally agree. And then, like you said, the length. Yeah, totally. Uh, After
0: him, I, I have Wake Forest's Kalen Carson, who I quite mm-hmm, like. Mm-hmm. Who can... They play him all over. He's, like, pat, do, playing pattern match. So, like, you'll see him playing press man one snap off off zone. Like, he'll be playing the nickel. He has really, really good quick feet. Like, his click and close is really good. I like him best playing... Um, uh, kind of off man, coverage. Um, well built guy, Redshirt Junior. He's just been really injured.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyone else that really gets you pumped here?
0: Uh, I mean, Cam Hart's really solid. Yeah, uh, I like Cam I, 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 yeah. I like Central Cypress, who went from Virginia to Florida State as like that. He he kind of fits the mold of what we've seen in Washington corners, where really good footwork and instincts. He's just not like a superb athlete with superb size. Um, Brandon Johnson at Duke is just the epitome of what we like in Nichols. Just like really smart and feisty. There's so many, there's a lot of like corners, there's a lot of transfers too. like, there's like yeah. miles Jones went from Texas A&M to Duke storm duck went from North Carolina to Louisville. Devonte Brown, UCF to Miami, Derek Canteen, Georgia Southern to Virginia tech. Like it goes on. Love on. Derek Canteen. Yeah. Um, I, oh, one more shout-out. Pitts, MJ, Devonshire, I really like him too.
1: Um, but, yeah, I think the safeties are overall higher end. Which is, I mean, you just named a bunch of duty likes, and but there might be the best uh, safety in this class here in the ACC. Yeah, th-
0: I, th- I think the one team has the best safety in this class, and then that same team has, like, the what-if safety. Um, but, yeah, we'll start with Miami's Cameron Kinchins, who's the top safety in the country just really rangey really yeah. really good in zone coverage. They'll play him too deep, they'll play him single high, they'll play him at nickel. He has just really good fluid hips, um good footwork too and he can he can man up if he needs to. Uh great ball skills like Yeah, the, in Georgia Tech in game, game
1: was ridiculous. Yeah. No, there's not. There really isn't. I just look, we got that that range and we know we love it. Like even as a tackler like I think you see some of like the angles not be amazing but there's not a lot of flaws there at all no
0: like he's a he's it's not that he like he's a physical guy like he's not afraid to tackle it's exactly. right. so the angles the angles are like kind of a, a thing to nitpick for mm-hmm. sure
1: if you um, want to get nitpicky yeah
0: after him i have andrew mccuba i think so you say it, at clemson who's just yes versatile and in coverage in that he he'll like He'll play a lot of nickel, and then the last one to play single high, and he's really good at manning up on slots. Uh, but he can he can kind of cover the the deep third. Um, he's not overly physical, but he's really like technically sound. He reminds me of Rodney McLeod, just like a really useful a safety good. who can do multiple things.
1: Like not the biggest guy, but yeah, exactly, just the versatility and like I. Another guy that's just been damn good since he stepped on uh, stepped camp on campus at Clemson, right?
0: And it's funny because I think he's like some people overrated him, like, oh, this is like mm-hmm. safety one because he's like a big recruit. He's at Clemson, and like he's a good football player. I just like he's not a first round safety, but he's going cool no. to start in the NFL. Yeah,
1: yeah. I like I think like earlier day three type of dude. Yeah, um, and then is the, the what if dude is the other mammy safety J- James Williams 65
0: 215 true yeah. junior playing yeah. opposite the best safety in the country he's like playing overhang most of the time um it's the the question of like he's 65 so his change of direction is not great and like he's he's being asked to cover nickel or cover slots one on one sometimes and like he can struggle there but then he makes yeah. this really impressive play and super physical tackler it's just, yeah, it's just the question of what's the best role for this guy?
1: It's, I don't know. Remember, like, a few years ago in that one class with all the big safeties? Yeah. And, like, I love them all, but I've <laughs> never really seen any of them work out great. What was that, two years ago? Um, yeah, it feels like Williams would have been at home in that class, but it would have been maybe the top, top guy, you know, if, theoretically. Um, yeah, it could be interesting. That's such a fucking insane duo, though.
0: Yeah, it's so cool. Um, one other guy I wanted to show is Malik Mustafa at Wake Forest, mm-hmm. who's a Richmond transfer, and he's like just runs the alley like a psycho, um, super super physical uh, in run support. Really good take on skills. I like him a lot. He's like a bullet coming downhill.
1: Yeah, kind of like well built too. Like yeah, not not yeah, the, yeah. not the biggest he's, dude, but just strong. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like th- a, th- a thick five eleven, two oh seven.
1: Yeah. Good group. Good good DB yeah. group. Yeah.
0: For sure. Um, all right, let's let's get to it. The awards I got Florida State taking it.
1: Yeah, o- me too. Over
0: oh. over Duke.
1: <laughs> I we gotta go Florida State over Clemson. I think um, I think um, there's a big gap though. I think there's a big gap.
0: Yeah, like Florida State should win the ACC. If they don't, it's a disappointment in my opinion. Um and Clemson clearly has the talent to be playing in the A C C championship. Yeah. I'm drinking the Mike Elko Kool Aid. Uh- <laughs>
1: Like, I think Florida State is, uh, is a playoff contender. I don't think Clemson is, like, to put it that way.
0: Uh, offensive player of the year is interesting because Drake may have won it last year, but Jordan Travis is, like, theoretically in a I'm, better situation to win it this year. And there's Riley Leonard.
1: I'm pay- I'm taking Jordan Travis, baby. Me too. Yeah.
0: And then defensive player Jared Burse.
1: Yeah, there's no doubt. There's no doubt about it. Like, <laughs> uh, who would you second – like, I don't know this – who would your second choice be? Carter? Um, if Cameron Carter?
0: Kitchens has a lot of interceptions – but no, yeah. it's probably Barrett Carter. Yeah, or yeah. Jeremiah Trotter, honestly. Yeah, that's true. Has more tackles.
1: That's true. <laughs>
0: um, Town of the week, guess? Uh,
1: no, I don't got
0: one. Tallahassee.
1: Ooh, I, I didn't. I'm glad I didn't guess because I wouldn't to guess that. Population guess? It's a tough one. I don't know. sixty seven. One ninety seven.
0: One hundred two home to the Florida State Seminoles, who play at Dope Campbell Stadium, which opened in 1950, has a capacity of 79,560. It's named after Dope S. Campbell, the university's first president. Which is kind of lame. Um, fun al- alumni and fun notable people. Uh, notable alumni, Neil Dr- Druckmann, like, is the the guy who like, created Last of Us, um, Barry Jenkins, who directed the film Moonlight, which... One won or didn't win. It, the, it, won, uh, Oscar? it won. Okay, yes, match. yeah, that's what I mixed up. Uh Burt Reynolds, of course. Um Bruce Bacci, <laughs> the World Series winner, Tony LaRussa, other World Series winner. And Mac Brown, who I did not realize is a Florida state alum. Me longer. neither.
1: But he's got those he's got the vibes.
0: Yeah, he does. Uh notable people from Tallahassee. Tony Hale. Yeah. Good one. Love Tony Hale. E- Ethel Kane, who I love her music. Uh, T Pain, who you love their music, love the his music. music. Uh, Creed, we both love the music. <laughs> and, and and Cheryl Hines, who's also a Florida State alumni,
1: married to thing. Sure. You know you don't know who she's married to. Google uh, it. Larry David. Show. Larry David. Yeah, Larry. David. Of course, Larry.
0: Now I wonder where he went to school. Um, and why you, baby? Do, things to do in Tallahassee. Rockin and Stables which is a horse stable and I just thought the name was so bad Rockin no, and Stable The
1: Rockin and Their Stable and Their Stables Are, it's a good There's name. a
0: couple things where like the name didn't make sense so I put like a comment from the person who reviewed it which then made it more confusing so The Moon and then the the description was bought tickets to the Beatles versus the Rolling Stones and I was like what does that mean uh, that sounds sick um, Stone Age, and the the review said has literally everything you could possibly imagine.
1: <laughs> is Tallahassee just weird? Yeah. Um, Old Willis's Dairy. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Tal I'm gonna be honest. Tallahassee is a place that I like. I can't picture. I don't. I don't. No. I can't imagine what it's like. When, when I googled the population,
0: I was like, it could be a million. It could be. Yeah, it could 50, be 000. twenty thousand. I have yeah. no idea. Um, Tally Cat Cafe. It's, it's a good name. Guided tours in Florida's capital and the Forgotten Coast. Ooh,
1: and I always I forget just, they called it Forgotten Coast.
0: I was like, that sounds like so spooky. <laughs> um, and finally, Bradley's Country Store, which was ranked above Doak Campbell Stadium. And it was just like, it's like family owned little store. I thought that was great. Tallahassee's the best. Um, I hope to one day live there. Next week, uh, next we got Big Ten.
1: Big Ten, baby.